Someone handed me a book and they said, you know what, you're burning your candle both ends in the middle. You need to read this. And it was interesting. It was a doctor who wrote prescriptions for healing the sickness of being in a hurry. And here's the cover of the book. Isn't that cute? It has a, a parking meter expired, and the title is Simple Margin. And the premise of the book, you don't even have to buy it. Uh, I'll tell you what it says. It says, this is, I'm not giving you the icon for square. It's, this is a drawing. This is responsibilities I have in my life. Having a space around them, an emotional, chronological, spiritual buffer, margin. Most of us live life like this. They just, you can't get a razor blade between the events. His premise is margin, to restore emotional, physical, financial, and time reserves. We need emotional reserves. We need physical reserves. That means spend less than you make your whole life and you'll never be in debt. How do you like that? See? You don't even need whatever his name is, you know, that guy. Uh, I just told you the secret. Spend less than you make. Never in debt. You need physical reserves, financial reserves, and time reserves. But this is where most of us are. And Dr. Swenson, that's his name, wrote for Navigator Press, you know, the big Bible memory people, he began doing seminars for people whose ministry lives caused them to be so overloaded they were in burnout. They are purveyors of God's grace, and they are in burnout. And they're in emotional burnout and physical burnout and financial burnout and certainly time burnout, and they have no reserves, no margin. And so... He wrote a series, actually, I'm only going to give you five. He wrote 175 prescriptions. Here's the first one. He says, we need to consciously slow the pace of life. And he tells a little story. He said, I, saw, I recently saw a T-shirt that says, not the pace of life that worries me, it's the sudden stop at the end. He thought, that's not the problem. The stop at the end means I'm with my Lord forever. It's the ferocious pace of life that's killing us. And then he asked, is it possible to consciously slow our pace? Of course it is. The pace of our lives is our choice. Or we've abdicated it and allowed someone else to choose for us. We just have to say no more often. It's not easy, but it's necessary and right. And every year as the world spins faster and faster, we need to put the brakes on of our life and obey the speed limit of our soul. I like this. He concludes that prescription was saying the green pastures and still waters yet await us but they're not in the direction the treadmill is spinning us okay is rx number two make technology work for you not against you and basically says this time saving technologies don't save times they compress and consume time they don't save it they they push things closer together and use up more time and he has a long long section on that. His third prescription is, I thought this was cute, throw away the alarm clock. Now this is a doctor speaking, and he says if you wake up to an alarm every morning, it's a good chance you're out of God's will. And he said, I know it's shocking, but in light of the original equipment God provided us, an alarm clock was not part of the package. Instead, God caused our bodies generally to wake up when we've had enough sleep. 
except when you're certain ages of youth, you know, uh, that never wake up. Uh, here's one. Number four is really interesting. He said, and he has, he has whole chapters on this. Um, by the way, he's written nine books. That was his beginning bestseller book, and he's written nine more. The one he just finished is called Contentment. And it's a, it's, it's a, a declaration that one of the greatest evangelistic tools is to learn how to be content in a salivating world that's discontent and lusting for more. Repent of the pride of business, Rx4. The busier we appear, the greater a speck reforded us. While a person sitting on a lawn swing would be scorned, the speed of light jet jockey is venerated. The clock dictates the tempo of our lives. We all hurry. We involve others in our hurry. Paradoxically, we point to our lack of time with a certain pride as if that lack has something to do with the importance of us as a person. But there's a trap here. Pride is its name. Before we can slow down and allow God to set things right in our lives, we have some confessing to do. It's not busyness that should honor, we should honor in our midst, but love. Busyness and love are not the same. One is speed, the other is God. Hmm. Here's his last one. Ruthlessly eliminate hurry. He was talking about John Ortberg. He used to be the teaching pastor at uh, Willow Creek, and now he's out at Menlo Park in uh, California. And when he was going to assume this position at a rapidly growing church, he asked a very wise mentor for advice and had an appointment, and this wise old man in the ministry said, here's my advice. You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. So Ortberg, and he looked up, he said, yep, what's the next priority? And the man said, that's it. Priority means one. You can't have multiple priorities. Any company that has five priorities doesn't understand what priority means. Priority means one. So what he says is, three aspects of this truth strike me. How simple it is. How difficult it is. How ruthless it is. Ruthless indicates the best word to use in this context because no other degree of intention is sufficient to accomplish the goal. So, let's turn to the Bible, Psalm 4610. I'm going to read this to you. I hope it's the last thing on your mind of what you remember. This is what the Lord's prescription, God prescribes. That was what Swenson prescribed as a doctor. This is what God prescribes. And by the way, writing in the early 1960s, A.W. Tozer diagnosed the lack of reverence in the church with these words in the knowledge of the holy. He said, the words of Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God, mean next to nothing in our self-confident, bustling worshipers of the middle of the 20th century. That dates him. In those 50 years since Tozer wrote those words, the irreverence of the church has only increased. What does it say? Be still and know that I am God. By the way, that's New King James, New International and ESV, and the New American says, cease striving, and know that I am God. And there's a reference to the footnote in the NAS, and the footnote says cease equals let go and relax from striving. Wow. Let's all stand, and as we stand and I pray, what's the purpose of the Sabbath? To reflect God's ownership of my time. Does your schedule reflect God's ownership? of your time? Does my schedule reflect 
God's ownership of my time? Are you enjoying the simplicity that God's rest affords? Am I enjoying? See, that's, this is very real. And the prescription for success in America is also, according to cardiologists, a prescription for a heart attack. Is it worth it? Be still, God says. That's the way you know me.